Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This podcast definitely contains strong language and spoilers. Hello and welcome back to all you who listened to the last episode, which is Inception, and welcome to any new listeners you might have. Uh, my name is Hayley, this podcast is Hayley Watches, which is uh, basically based on me watching films that Colin has set for me, that I've never seen before. Um, last week was Inception, and this time around we're watching The Quiet Place. Yeah, we've gone international as well, did you know that? Oh, no. We're on two continents. We have listeners in America, Sweden, Hello, France. Hello, everyone. So, <laughs> not only did people actually listen, which is a big enough surprise, but they did so in places around the world. So, yeah. if so. you're listening in America, howdy. Americans say that, don't they? I don't know. I suppose. Yes, I suppose. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was the American audience. They've gone. Yeah, they've gone now. Left us. Congratulations. Oh, it was worth a punt, wasn't it? Yeah, we had two. Awesome. At least. Maybe even three. Well, mind blown. Absolute mind blown. Just happy people listen. Yeah, anyone will do. <laughs> Timbuktu, if you're out there. Um, so yeah, so after reviewing and listening back on the Inception podcast, I think I realised that I spent three hours of my life not understanding the whole film. Yeah, you didn't read it much. The podcast was more, Colin explains the plot of Inception rather than Hayley watches Inception. The amount of notes I took. Yeah, not as many as I thought for you. I thought we'd have like pads full of notes. I thought you'd be writing yeah. down every line in the film, but you did take a lot and didn't make much sense of them. No. So I hope this one still is amusing. What, because you sort of know what happened in this yes. film? This one won't be as funny because Hayley's got a clue what happened. <laughs> oh, she dear. thinks anyway, let's see. Well, who knows? So I'll continue with the um, whole bobbing <coughs> description from Netflix. Yeah, that worked well. Yeah, Netflix, if you want to sponsor us, that'd be amazing. Um, so it said, before you click play... Do a Netflix only podcast. Oh, that'd be amazing. I don't know. Seriously, <laughs> you want to? <laughs> 
if you in America happen to work for Netflix, <laughs> shoot us an email. That's hilarious. Um, <laughs> well, I think so anyway. And also incredibly modest. <laughs> um, before Colin pressed play, it came up with a little mini description, which said, Don't speak, don't cry, but make the faintest sound of any kind if you want to live one more day. Mm. I'll be dead in seconds. Second, yes, literally second. Our whole household would have died the minute it started. Yeah. You'd have fallen over something and gone, ah, fuck, really loud, and that, <laughs> gone. Gonna. Gonna, gonna. Me and the kids would have died from flatulence. <laughs> Just the three of us all farting at once, and then, <laughs> gone. We're out of here. Dead. Um, so, as the description says about this podcast, is I have actually genuinely been actively avoiding watching this film for four years. Four years, yeah, I've mentioned watching it many, many times. Um, you found every excuse under the sun to not watch, watch it. it. Yeah. So I think you've managed to watch all ten series of Friends. Easily ten times. Ten times at least. But not found time to watch a film you've never seen before because yeah. you were so terrified of watching it. Yeah. So uh, Colin jumped for the chance not to watch this. Um, I think the reason behind it is that I actually generally struggle with suspense films and jumping films a lot. I yeah. can't stand them. Tension. You're not good with tension. No. I think that's why I know I avoid it, because I just be stuck the whole way through. This film is just tense yeah. for an hour and a half. Because I'm good stuff on the whole way through. Yes, you do. Like, yeah, my probably. general go-to rule when I watch mm. any film that's sort of suspense-based, jumpy, or that's generally quite cringy, like a really awkward, embarrassing bit, even like rom-coms, I just fast-forward it. Skip yeah. that bit, and then just carry on watching a film that I really enjoy. So, so I have to take the remote. Yeah, because I would have just fast forwarded <laughs> quite a lot of this film, and then it would be the most boring podcast in the whole world. Be like they're constantly doing the ten second skip on YouTube. Yeah. Skip, skip. Oh, an advert. Oh, a break. So like, yeah. So going back to the whole, you can't make a single sound. I think you would be dead in seconds because you couldn't like stub your toe. No. No, you couldn't drop something. You'd be dead. Yeah, Where that's that's what we're doing. Something yeah. clumsy. So um, the film opens with a little sort of quote, I suppose you could say, saying day eighty nine. Yeah. Um, and it, eighty eight and a half days after we died. Yeah. We opened the film. <laughs> the survivors. Here we are. Um, so at this particular point, I was really, really nervous. I put on a little nervy part. Again, instant death. Instant death. And I did start chasing on the crisp. You did more instant death. Yeah. Just highlighting the fact that you would not actual, have survived. Yeah, actual general death, like straight out. Um, and this is kind of proven. So they're basically opening the scenes inside a completely empty shop, isn't it? And there's still bits around. Just yeah. There's not a lot of survivors. No. No, that shop was. Still relatively well started. After 89 isn't it? days, that was not well looted. No. At all. You know, loads of Exactly, yeah, you would have done. Um, and it, it sort of shows the point of how quiet it got to be because she really gently picks up this little pot of pills just fallen over. Amongst those other pills, might I add, I don't understand why she had to go for what was on the floor. Or like laying on the floor, but laying down on the gel. Yeah. You can't pick what medicine's fallen over, like that was the one she needed. She didn't lay it down and then be like, that's what I need, I'll lay it down and then I'll just check the rest and pick it up. It just was already 
okay. in that position. I just thought I was like a bit ridiculous. I was like, just, I'm sure there's one family not love, so I just picked up. <laughs> No. Well, that's you made life harder for yourself there no. by laying it down. No, I, I think you just happened to be in that position. Yeah. So you see that like, this kid running around, which I initially, at the first point, thought it might have been amazing. You jumped straight away. Yeah. I was like, what the hell is that? And you're like, a child. Just a fine. kid. Just fine. a kid running around. Yeah, but fine. Um, but there's no noise. There's no like noise, really, and there's no music. It's really quiet. Yeah. Really, really quiet. It's quite so, disconcerting, isn't it? Really, sets the tone for yeah, the film straight away. Yeah, it really does. The film's called A Quiet Place and it's literally going to be the quietest film you ever watch so, in your life. This is like a public service announcement, really, is don't eat the snacks. Yeah, don't buy crisps to watch this film because the film is so silent that you won't be able to concentrate because all you can hear is the sound of you eating crisps in yeah. your own head. Or in your case, choking on crisps. <laughs> Because you're failing to eat them because you're so scared. <laughs> but could you imagine paying money to go see that in the cinema back pre-COVID times when you could, and someone's like sitting there rattling a sweet, you'd be like, seriously, oh, shut you'd, the fuck up. You'd throw something. You'd, you would, you'd have yeah. to throw something. Like, so you're ruining the moment. I was sat on the sofa watching it and all the fear in my own brain was, <laughs> I just want to eat my sour cream and chive crisps. But no, I'm oh, deafening oh. myself. Oh lord. So, um, one of the characters, the daughter, she's deaf. She's deaf, yeah. And you said that the actual actress herself is deaf. The actress herself is deaf, which I only found out an hour ago. Oh, amazing. Because I suddenly had a thought that in the Inception one, you forgot the names of a lot of characters. Mm -hmm. And I had to remind you of what people's names were. Yeah. And then I suddenly thought, I don't remember what people's names are in a quiet place. And then I thought, pretty sure they don't ever they take don't. the time to tell you what the characters' names are. I think we do it as well, really. Yeah. Today, too. Yeah, I'll Google it an hour before we started. It's spooky, isn't it? And then that's when it came up that he made a point of making sure that the actress who played the deaf girl was actually deaf and not pretending. Amazing. Because then it would give him a better understanding of how she would react that's in the actual scenario. Yeah. So I feel like that family has quite an advantage in a way because they already knew sign language yeah. uh, to communicate with their daughter. But I actually do think that she would have had actually even more of a disadvantage because well, you can hear, as someone who can hear, fangs or the sound you're making as you're walking, and she really doesn't. So she's got to use another kind of a sense to... Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. So, yeah, the family as one have sort of got an advantage with the sign language, so they can communicate silently, which is probably how they all been tacked up for 89 days, but mm -hmm. then, yeah, on the flip side, she doesn't know if she's making a sound when she walks, or obviously if she drops something, she knows she's making noise, but what if she walks and isn't looking where she's walking and tripped on a leaf, like, yeah. she doesn't know, unless she has somehow developed some sort of sense of pressure on her feet. You yeah. have to know if my foot goes like that, is that probably making it but yeah. They don't have any shoes on, do they? No, um, they've laid paths of sand as yeah, a level, which is perfect. Yeah. Um but that's me quite quite a bit later on like only like a little bit but further on. But my point was they used to clip with um this with the daughter and the littlest boy. Yeah. And he draws in the brown the spaceship and says that's how they're gonna get away from the spaceship. And again in this really well stopped shop, there's a, 
<laughs> Massively over soft, isn't it? It is. There's like a space shuttle toy, isn't there? There is, yeah. Which he brings over to show his dad, and he's like, really dramatically, oh my days, that toy's got batteries. Yeah, he's so really like, it's as if he's a child carrying a loaded gun, isn't yeah. it? He's like, whoa, everybody freeze, let me look at this, no way, batteries in it. And then he, he really takes his time gently removing the battery to not set the toy off. I mean, Jesus, we have so many of those noisy toys. Like, our kids are obsessed with emergency <laughs> service vehicles, aren't they? So, oh God, yeah. if you touch one and it sets up about 20 vehicles. Yeah, if you move the toy box, you've just got about 100 different sirens yeah. going off. And sometimes, really unsettlingly, they go off randomly in the middle of the night. Yeah. Just as you're drifting to sleep and you see. Yeah, yeah, I generally do think which I keep getting told is stupid. But my um go to my go to parenting advice is I always say like, Oh I'm so sorry boys, let's run out of batteries. It happened, I just take the batteries out and say, left, what a shame. And hide them. Yeah. Then little hands can't find them. So um at this point I think I was making notes of like all bloody kids' toys and you see the daughter give the youngest son the spatial tool. I didn't see him take the battery go. No, he goes back from, yeah, yeah, she hands him the space shuttle and makes a swish symbol. And then just as all heading out the sword, you see him just quickly dash back and grab the batteries and he immediately think, oh no. I will just throw out Darwin again. <laughs> Natural selection. Yeah. If that kid's stupid enough to take the batteries, he deserves, <laughs> he deserves not to be alive anymore. That four year old child. <laughs> Of which we have a four-year-old. <laughs> Who is stupid enough to take said batteries. Yeah. Um, so you see her. Uh, it is a bit harsh. Isn't it? Very um, harsh. He's four. Mm, he just yeah. wants a rocket. He just wants yeah. a rocket toy. Think of how miserable his, his little life is. <laughs> and has been for the last 90 days. Three months. He's been walking around, not been able to talk, not having any toys, but and he just sees a nice rocket. I'm being you are, you, yeah. Calling it, now. calling it natural selection, the board sod. <laughs> yeah, jumping ahead um, on that. Speaking of kids' toys, though. Yeah. You know what would be the biggest killer? What? Lego. Oh, the amount of parents who'd have died in that film because they trod on a bastard bit of Lego. God. You did fall down the stairs on a monster truck, yeah. Yeah, we, if if there was Lego in this house, we wouldn't be able to walk by now. No, we wouldn't. No. We ripped, I think, the shreds. People with kids who've got Lego, absolutely. Um, <laughs> we can't do it. Just couldn't we do it. We can't do it. Um, so yeah, so you see them walking away from the store with all their stock. They're heading back to camp, I suppose, and they're walking on the sand. Yeah. Um, and like I said before, the film is so so quiet. All of a sudden, you just hear. This piercing, jarring sound of the space shuttle. Yeah, so he's at the back, isn't he? Yeah. He's, he's popped the batteries in and then he's just stood still, he's pressing a button, flying the rocket round, and he's just, yeah. He's got the rocket round. Oh. And it's literally awful. It just cuts right through it you where it's been utter silence before yeah. then. If any of you follow us on Instagram, which I'll give you details at the end of the podcast, there's actually a video that quite people me watching this precise moment of the film, and 
it basically sums it up. This it? is the moment of the film that I needed to capture. Yeah. Because uh, this is literally where it all goes downhill. Yeah. Rapidly from here. Massive, massive spoiler. Um, so you see, it cuts to the daughter, and you can hear her silence. Yeah. And then yeah, she you can't, see, obviously, she's obviously no, no idea. idea. You see the mum cover her mouth, the dad run towards him, and that's when you see the rustling in the trees, and you see the alien for the first time. Yeah, it's coming. And then the trees are up the end, and you see the dad running, and you think, oh, it's kicking off now, the dad's going to grab him, and we're going to be in a big chase, and they're going to have to get away, and it's so quick in the film, and that's going to be awesome. Yeah. But that's not what happens, is it? No. Shocking. Actually shocking. The kid. Connor. The dad's about, what, three foot away, and then... Yeah. Gone. That kid is out of there. Which, brings me to my next point. I think, after watching Bird Box, where you don't see this... Thing. I wondered how long it would take you to reference Bird Box. So I actually enjoyed that film. I don't know how I felt this precise moment in time without actually seeing the alien. I think it's difficult, I suppose, sometimes to actually portray this particular... It's a very quick glimpse at the beginning, yeah. isn't it? And it, it's sort of, you just sort of see, like, limbs, don't you? Yeah, and I was a bit disappointed. Limbs and a blur, and you're a bit yeah. like... Yeah, and like a weird grey colour. Yeah. And I was like, oh, it's a bit... It was fine in horror films. Like, when, the minute you see what it is. It's like an insidious. Yes, insidious. You, know, you see it as a shadow and it points the finger and you're like, Jesus, what is that thing? And then you see it later and he's like, half man, half goat, and he's painted red. And you're like, seriously, like, oh. what is that thing? Like, what even is that? You spent the whole, this whole time making me absolutely terrified and now I'm not bothered anymore. Yeah, exactly that. And Whereas then, then on the flip side, you've got like Bird Box or the Blair Witch Project, the classic. You just never see it. You never see anything. So for just, me, that's more terrifying. Yeah, you just make it all up in your exactly. brain. I've got quite an active imagination as well, trust me. So that hence the, if there's one about Sam and it's like, I've seen many a film where you see a toy from these sides towards you and you're like, ghost. <laughs> I can't believe you go to ghost and not Toy Story. That's quite just, terrifying. That's just changed your perspective on life. Really? Completely. No. Like light bulbs just gone off. Totally sin, am I? Oh, no. No, because he tortures them. Oh, don't do that. Destroys toys. Do that. Do that. I can't even wrap up teddy bears because I think they can't breathe. Did I give like a friend's kid <laughs> a teddy bear or a doll? I literally hate wrapping it up. <laughs> it might not be able to breathe. I hate it. <laughs> Put it in a bag. <laughs> Poor little thing. <laughs> so you'd rather put it in a bag, like a plastic tea, suffocate in a plastic no, no, bag. No, like, it's like a little gift bag, so it's got a little bit of room to breathe. And just, like, <laughs> just tuck it up in a little tissue, a tissue thing, like a blanket, and then you'd be like, here you go. You're such a dick. Okay. <laughs> if anyone else wants to say, let me know. But like, generally, it's a general thing. Like, if anyone else is really paranoid, they're going to suffocate a toy bear. Get in touch. <laughs> Either with us or the RSPCA, apparently. That's generally how I feel. Anyways, going back to it, I suddenly come to uh, realise that you know, there's no backstory. So you don't actually know like what when, when they got, well, obviously it came back 89 days previous. You don't know like, what they are, like what happened. No, you know, nothing. No, yeah, nothing. It's just like here they are in a shop. As opposed to Bird Box, when they go back and show you, like you still know nothing. Yeah. But they go back and show you, like 
the, the first day or whatever in this day 89 kid dead black screen day well, it's like a year later isn't it uh yeah 472 like a whole year's passed and then you're like oh we're not gonna you're not gonna go back to the beginning and like show that no no you're just gonna keep you're that. just following right, okay. family yeah yeah um, but I did look up, in case anyone is interested, um, according to Wikipedia, uh, the wife's name's Evelyn, obviously that actress is Emily Blunt. Yeah. Uh, the dad is Lee, Lee. and that's Josh, or, John. or John even, I can't pronounce his surname. John Krasinski, Lee. Emily Blunt's real life husband. Oh, but Jay, that's adorable. <laughs> Aww. I don't know the actor's names for the... the Children, but the daughter's Reagan. I know the daughter, the actress. I know her first name for the daughter, and it's Millicent. Mm-hmm. Can't remember what I said. No. And then there's Marcus. I'm guessing Bo is the one who's dead. Bo's the dead one. Yeah. Oh. I also saw jumping ahead. There, there's a baby in the film. Later, we'll get there. But I also looked up the um, the twins that play the baby, oh. and uh, can't remember what the girl's name is, but the boy is called Ezekiel. What a name. Yeah, see? Told you it was a great name, didn't I? It was a great name. Never listened to me. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so yeah, it opens up on day 472, which my maths was shocking, which we worked out as like a year and a bit ahead, isn't it? Yeah, so a year and two weeks or something, I think. And she's pregnant. She is pregnant, yeah. Just what you need in the middle of that alien will kill you if you make a sound type thing. Like, a screaming like, child. Yeah, I was like, how are they going to stop the baby from screaming? And then you were looking at me going, like, just watch, just watch. Just watch, yeah. They show you, basically, it's like a box with an oxygen tank. It's like a little coffin box for a baby. Effectively, they've made it a coffin crib, yeah, with an oxygen tank. And it's got wrapped in loads of blankets. You wouldn't get away with that in real life, would you? Because okay. someone would be there with a thermometer, like, like they are with, if you're all over Facebook. If your baby's in this coffin box... The inside temperature is 138 yeah. degrees. Don't be putting those glasses over those blankets, lady, over those push chairs. Yeah, don't it's cover it with a right. God, you'll be named and chained on Facebook mm, with yeah. baby brain on a boiled into mush. Yeah, just don't do it. I mean, on I, a serious note, don't do it, but let, without yeah. the hysteria. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think, in all honesty, I guess you've got to carry on the human race in this random, that makes sound kind of a world. But I mean, seriously, I'll be tracking my periods and being like, no, no. As opposed to when you aren't tracking your periods and you're just like, no, you, no. Uh, no. Uh, yeah. Or, uh, uh, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but mostly, oh, uh, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> but at this point, you paused it, and we were 20 minutes into the film, and there was no speaking. I like this podcast, we're about 21 minutes in, and then nothing but talk, so. Waffle. 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 That was a better word. So you see like the little living conditions, pretty adorbs. They've done pretty good, haven't they? A little farm, little doing alright, yeah, yeah. right. And then they cut to the children, so the two surviving children playing Monopoly. Yeah, before we get on to the dangers of Monopoly, you did make a point about the farm, uh, lovely and everything, but they had a certain thing growing at the farm and you were just like, why? Corn, fucking corn. How noisy is corn? Cornfield. Yeah. How are they going to go out and pick, like, that's noisy AF? Yeah. Madness. I know that. that I was with you on that. I'd be like, totally. If it don't grow underground, it ain't happening. Yeah. But then also, I suppose defensively, you could hear them stop come in and stop any survivors coming in because if they have to go through the cornfield. Yeah, so. But so, yes, monopoly. Why would you do that? Why? No, replace all the pieces, don't they? There's yeah, no metal I'm pieces. Like, no hotels, but who's ever played monopoly without arguing? Yeah. 
definitely not your family. Definitely not your family. Definitely not any family. I don't think in I the world. Have played it really because we Danger. were just too nice to each other. Yeah, you wouldn't be if you played Monopoly though. Probably Especially with the wine that would have to go with it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there's that. Basically, uh, there's a little altercation. I don't think it's anything serious. I think the girl like knocks over this lamp, doesn't she? And she sets it on fire. Oh yeah, they have sort of a joking yeah. little ruckus and yeah, knock over an oil lamp. Yeah. Causes a mini fire. Dad's straight into action with a blanket and the old And then you can Does that a lot then he does. Banging, yeah. And that's like you know, used to be younger at school and she's like fingers on lips, show you're being quiet. I tried to let the boys and didn't work so it's been an absolute winter. Um so then it cuts to I can't think anything else happens after that. I think it's just showing them put up by hearing the banging and you know they're around oh, each raccoon. other. How many? Raccoons. The raccoons. There's raccoons on the roof and they're walking across and then they jump down by the window and you were like, and the dad takes it sort of in stride, doesn't he? He's yeah. just like, whoo, that, that was just raccoons and you were like, Whoa! what? Dead again. <laughs> yeah, no, another moment. Gone. Um, and then the raccoon gets taken or eaten, doesn't it? You see, like, something grab it out as the arm protrudes from the corn and then it's taken the raccoon. Yeah. I think you do. I can make it up. I don't remember. Because once I've sorted out the raccoons, I sort of stopped paying attention. Oh, I've sort of, I think it happens, I don't know. But anyway, it cuts That might have happened, it might not. Let us know. Yeah. Seriously. Clarify it for us. Um, they cuts to day 473, which is obviously the next day, and you see her sat on the floor, and she puts the thing on the, she's shaking like her, um, the mum. Yeah, the blood pressure. The mum taking her blood pressure. And, and then she just says, the baby's walking. Yeah, with like the world's best stethoscope. I know, but they didn't hear it though, midwife. Not like that. Midwife's listening to you. Like that, that was blatantly like you hear on an ultrasound. Like, she's got the loudest stethoscope known to mankind. But you do hear the baby. You do hear the baby, yeah, and it's alive. If they wanted to make it really good, you wouldn't have heard the baby. Yeah. And then that would have just turned it from a horror film to just a horrible film. Yeah. Generally horrible. But you see her like going about her business, isn't she? She's like doing washing and she pulls up a nail. Yes, so she goes up the stairs with the wash bag and it gets stuck, doesn't it? Yeah. Just a bullet and a nail comes up, pulls up a nail on the stairs so it's pointing straight up. Yeah. So she just knows bad news. You, you spent the next 30 minutes of the film, every time there was, I was going to say every time it was quiet, but it's quiet a lot, but every time there was sort of a, a, a slower pace bit going, that nail was coming back. Yeah. That nail was coming back. You, yeah. You were very upset about the nail. I mean, lots of stuff happens in between, which I'm not going to go into because I'm not going to spoil the whole film. So I've just literally picked up bits that I thought would be good to discuss. Oh, is that not the whole point? <laughs> Can't spoil the whole film anyway, aren't they? I know, but there's just key bits in it I think it's worth discussing. And one of them is you see the daughter go over to where Bo lost his life, and there's the grave erected, isn't there? Like that little stone. And do you know what's freaky, guys? Is that it says on there, like he's got his name on it, and it was from 2016 to 2020. Yeah, just. Couldn't that have been more fitting? Just again highlighting what a terrible year 2020 is. Yeah. Mental. I read a thing the other day about all the things that happened in 2020, and honestly, if they made a horror film 10 years ago and said all of this stuff would happen in a year, you'd be like, yeah, but it's ridiculous, because all of that couldn't happen, it's a film. No, no, it is. It's take away the aliens, it's, you know, you can't see your family, 
you know, you're kind of quarantined in your home, you're all kind of masks and stuff, you know, the shops were basically pillaged, there was no toilet bath, for goodness sake, you know. Yeah. So there's a bit where they catch a dolphin and get to catch a fish from the river, isn't there? Yeah, thanks for some fishing. So Lee and Marcus go off, and he's like, I don't want to go, don't let me go. And then the daughter's like, I want to go. I want to go, yeah, and he says no. Um, so they go to this like waterfall bit. Basically sowing the seed that he blames her for yeah, the little one being killed. Exactly. And it's like, the mum says, but your dad has always got our back and protect us, and you need to learn this for when you have to look after me. So uh, yeah, that's what she tells nice. the boy. And yeah. that's the first time you sort of hear, when they're signing, you hear a bit of whispering, yeah. yeah. Um, so this is when you find out in the film that if there's a, a noise in the background that's louder than you, you can actually talk, who takes them behind this waterfall. And they show just how safe you shout. shout. Yes. And that's when you hear them properly talking for the first time. And it is like, it's quite, it's quite creepy. Yeah. You hear people talking out loud. So what it take it really, it unsettles you more. You've got so accustomed to the silence. Because even the waterfall and the water yeah. is like, you kind of think, oh, I might need to turn this down. This is really loud. No, it's just because you've been in silence for so long. Yeah. And then you hit, yeah, when you have an actual conversation, you're like, oh my god, they're talking. We're like, what, 45 minutes into the film? Yeah. And it's the first time you've actually heard someone's full volume voice. Yeah, mental. Um, so as they're leaving, they're like kind of in a better place. Like a dad says, oh, you know, I don't blame her. I love her. Of course I do. Because you should tell her. So you're like, um, and as they're walking back through the forest, they're looking in this little creepy house and then they see this elderly couple, don't they? Yeah. The lady's all kind of weird. The lady's super weird, isn't she? Yeah, and the guy. We don't know why. No. Not sure. No. And, then and the, the guy's just a bit. Yeah. He got, he got them crazy eyes on, didn't he? Yeah. He's got crazy eyes. Yeah. You, like know, you know it's going to happen. You know something mental is about to go down. And, um. He pleads with him, doesn't yeah, he? Like, be quiet, be quiet, don't. And he just screams. Screams at the top of his lungs and then you see the aliens a bit more now actually quite creepy although he is a bit weird come flying and then yeah. it flies in because he runs off to the sun and then that old man is gone you're out there but it's the ear like their whole little face here they talk about the armour don't they they've got this like particular armour all over them which yeah. makes them quite difficult to kill but when there's a sound they're like, like the whole head sort of opens up and they've got this big weird giant ear. The acoustic thing. Yeah, but they can't see. No. So. Well, we assume that they, they don't have any eyes. No. They're just armour and weird skull and mm. ear. So at this point, they're all kind of separate. So the girl's gone off on her own. Yeah, gone off to where the boy died. Yeah. Dad and son off collecting the fishes. Yeah. Mom on her own, water breaks. Yeah. Glorious. Um. And that's when you sort of know, it's going to kick off now. Yeah, like, a bit terrifying. And then she um, steps in the old nail, doesn't she? She does, yeah. And that's because basically the aliens, I can't the aliens, there's an alien in there, isn't there? There's an alien. The alien comes in. Because that's she, how she sets a timer, doesn't she? It's really genius. She, she dropped, yeah, she drops something, doesn't she? Yeah. She drops something when her waters break. And then that's when she has to get out and she treads on the nail and you see her. Oh, like that. Mate. And then as she's going up the stairs, she sees it 
run across the stairs, so it's just to go back down and see him. Yeah, she sets an oven timer mm. as a distraction and then yeah. gets upstairs whilst all in, in labour. Straight up in labour, like, making no noise whatsoever. Could have bombed in my mouth. I nailed it. That was absolutely grim. And you knew it was coming as well. You'd spent yeah. the, the rest of the film pointing out that it was going to come back to hurt someone, and it did. It did. It was horrible. She like, lays herself in a bath, and then she's like labouring. Also, the baby. back to the nail. There was no Home Alone vibe no. to that nail at all. No. But in Home Alone, the bloke treads on a nail and you're like, ha ha, bad luck, me. In this one, you're like, ugh, ugh, that nail is so in her foot. Oh, it's like really slow and yeah. straight in there and you oh, just oh, kind oh. of got wince. And oh. She picks the lights on to red, doesn't she? Those like outside lights. Yeah, so they've got lights outside in the farm, so she changes, they've got coloured bulbs and to change them to red so that as they come back they see all the red bulbs. So like basically I think there's a couple of them in there which is laying in the bar. So he says to the sun that you've got to go off and set the fireworks off. Yeah. To make that sound that's louder. Yeah. Um than what's so basically just distracting as well. So um just a fireworks party. Yeah. But I mean in all honesty I've never I I refer to our two naturally. There were sunroof babies. Sunroof babies, yeah. So I've never had that pleasure of giving birth naturally. And I know, like, some women, like, yawn in earth size, like, cowardly, ah, push them out. Other women, like, really sort of silently power through it. But she really silently she powers through really it. She really silently powers through it. So the fireworks go off and she has, like, this one sound. I'm like, seriously? And you get, yeah, they build the tension there quite well, don't they? Because it's, like, creeping around. It's, she's in a bathtub. Yeah. And bleeding. It's, it's like there, isn't it? It's oh. like right outside. And you, very well acted. Well brilliant. done, Emily. Yeah. If, you're, if you're listening, probably not. She might. Oh, it was, it was actually, yeah, quite an impactful moment, I think, for me. I, I actually really, so I think from the experience that I had at the very beginning, it was, it was pretty uncomfortable. But the thought of having to fully push out a human being and not make a sound for something to kill you. Yeah, Jesus. again, very tense. Another very tense moment. So, um, yeah, so the baby's here, Earthside. Earthside? That's what you say, baby's Earthside. Who says that? Everyone. I've literally never heard that Everybody. in my life. We've got Wombside, like it's in the womb. Only birth baby Earthside. Alright. Yeah, baby's here. And he finds it, doesn't he, in the shower. Once he's got rid of the aliens. Yeah, so he goes up. Season Barton, sorry, Earthside. Yeah. <laughs> I've literally never heard that before. Have you? You sound sure. like one of them hippie new age mums. I'm definitely not one of those. Oh, the baby's Earthside, we better go to Waitrose and get some organic meat. Couscous. That the baby can't eat, but it'll make my breast milk so fantastic. Earthside. Yeah, he goes into the bar. <laughs> he goes into the bathroom, and the bathroom's got blood in it, and he yeah. can't, no one to be found, and he's like, what? And then, she bangs on the glass. Yes. On the like, shower. Yeah. I can't remember. The fireworks, I think, were still going off, weren't they? Yeah. Like, because I was like, my first thought every time I see that is like, why are you banging on the glass? That is loud. Oh, my God. And the baby's just crying, isn't it? It's terrifying. No, the baby's quiet then. It the baby, long, though. He scoops them up, doesn't he? And he yeah. takes them to the, the barn bit where they've got them underground. Covered with mattresses. Covered with a mattress. Yeah, and literally as they're getting in, the baby starts crying and he actually power walks, doesn't he? Full yeah. on power walks with the Get shoulders the swing. 
gets the oxygen mask in it, puts it in the coffin. Yeah. And she's having a wild well breast. She's knackered, yeah. But the other two are obviously still missing. So you see the sun runs off through the cornfields. Yeah. Why? Underneath the tractor. He runs into the tractor, doesn't he? And yeah. knocks himself out. And the daughter yeah. comes along. <laughs> and they find each other. They're together. They say we have to go to the place where they can find us. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, so once he's made sure that his wife's sort of settled and the baby's not screaming, he goes off to try and find them. But then there's like a little flood start happening, isn't there? Yeah, I can't remember. I don't even know how it starts. You don't really see it, do you? You see him go up the stairs and then you see it cut to all this water. Yeah. Flooding in. in. I was like, of course there's blood. Like, not blood. It's shining, isn't it? Have you seen The Shining? No, I've just seen that. Have you watched that um, Player One? Oh, Ready Player One, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you see that bit. No, you've not seen The Shining. No. That could be an episode. Oh, God. <laughs> um, but, yeah, blood, blood coming in would be super weird. Horrendous. Um, but that yeah. water started, like, Start coming in. Um, so that you see them, like, the daughter's not trusting the dad. She's like, he's not going to come. Yeah, he doesn't love me. All that stuff. And then they end up on top of this, like, Born? Silo. Yeah. Yeah. And they've got like fire they, lit, haven't they? Yeah, and then they fall in. The the boy falls in. Yeah. And it, it's a bit like quicksand, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Sort of drowning in it. But the previous to that, you notice that actually, now what is that healing aid? I can't remember what it's called. A healing aid. But she said it's not working. We've been working on making her a new. We get to the sea. Cool. It's like. Kind of I'm looking at you so confused. Oh, you are. But so hearing aid doesn't work. Yeah. Which we discover it. And early in the film, he's trying to repair it. He's got like a book on the ear and he's been yeah. salvaging parts to try and make a hearing aid work. And he's working on different frequencies or something like that. So I don't know what the C word you're reaching for is. It's not that C word. <laughs> um. Anyway, it doesn't work, and she says to me, like, no, I'm going to put that in. in. Is it cochlear implant? That's the one. Because that's that bit in your ear. Yeah, and it's, yeah. I, d- I don't know if that's what the hearing aid is actually. I don't know enough about hearing aids. I don't either. I've She's got the one where it goes on her ear, and then there's a bit attached to the, her head, yeah. doesn't she? Yeah. yeah I don't. I don't know if that's a cochlear. But there's not. like a bit where um, she's like, I don't want to put that in. They never work. They don't work. Anyway, she puts this one on, doesn't she? And the frequency from that seems to really interfere with the alien's head. Does she do that in the corn silo? Yes. That's what she, she's yeah, doing. she gets him out, doesn't she? Because he's like drowning. She helps him and then one gets in. Yeah. And, and it sets it she off. She puts here and ADN, yeah, you get that high pitch frequency. And that's what seems to really interfere with its head. Yeah, it's scarf of that. Sort of. But all you hear is that high pitch buzzing. Yeah. And it's like, like agony. But, oh man, that's just. No like, wonder it. Bloody ran off. Like, yeah, that's horrible. Is. And then she's suffering as well, just a bit, just a bit shit. Um, so yeah, so at this point, it then comes back to Emily, who's laid in her bed, recovering from this horrendous labour, and you just see one of the aliens rise from the water. You say horrendous labour, but it's over pretty quickly, like. It is, you still can't make a sound. Bar the stress and having to be quiet. And treading on a nail. Yeah, well, yeah, I wasn't including that as part of labels, that's treading on the nail. But it, 
if she could have made some noise, like I think a lot of women would have taken her labour because it was about four and a half minutes long. It's weird, you weird know, who actually made them like that. They, are, they don't make a sound. They just have a good bit of gas in there and just like power through it. Yeah, see, she'd have been right gas and air. Yeah. It was over so quickly, she'd have been so busy gas and air and she wouldn't have wanted to make a noise. Yeah. But there's one in the room with her, coming out of the water. I was there like, is, how long yeah. has that thing been in there with her? Yeah. Like, my life. And she moves, she moves behind a little waterfall. Oh, I wanted to fast forward that bit, and that is an hour and three minutes into the film, and I could have punched you in the face. I can't believe you made me watch it, is what went through my head. <laughs> <laughs> Bastards. <laughs> Legitimately, you're punching in the face. <laughs> I fucking hated you. <sighs> Brilliant. I knew this would be a good one to pick. Honestly, it was awful. So, anyway, he gets to the. <laughs> so, they, they get really nice, don't they? The dad and the kids. Yeah, he's got the kids. And then he's just like, run, and then he's just like, I think we should run to the little truck. Yeah. Oh, and this bit gave me all the feels. All the feels. Oh, I actually look weak. Huge spoiler inbound. Oh. The biggest spoiler after the whole film, probably. Or the podcast, or whatever. Whatever. So, he's there, and he signs to her that he's always loved her. So, he get they get attacked, don't they? Yeah. And they get to the truck. And she turns a hearing aid off. And she turns a hearing aid off again, yeah, which was helpful, but... Turns it off again because she's probably oh, sharp no. focus, yeah. yeah. And then they're getting attacked, and the dad takes one of them leaps off the roof, doesn't it? So the kids are in the truck, the dad's outside, he's got an axe. One of them leaps off the roof and he swings for it, but it, it cuts like right across him, side to side, massive oh. things. And then it's attacking the kids in the truck, yeah. And that's when he gets up, he's back on his feet, and he looks at her and he's signing. And he says, I've oh, I love you. you, I've always loved you. And she's like, you know, she's oh. starting to get upset. And then, what did he do then? Screams. Screams, top of his voice. Yeah. I nearly forgot then, that was like an inception moment. It was, yeah, I nearly forgot the, the, the big massive event at the end of the film. That was so tough, like, just to try not to cry again. Oh, it's such a gorgeous moment, it's sad, but, oh. Going all the feels out of it. Yeah. Then, so yeah, the kids get away, don't they? Kids, yeah, he lets the the boy lets the handbrake off the truck and it rolls back towards the house and yeah. the dad is no more. He's gone. He's a Absolute goner. The only the only problem with that is the truck rolls towards the house and your first thought is, oh, they got away, they're safe, and you're like, no, they're not safe because now it's the woman, the newborn baby, two kids. Literally none of the aliens have died. And also they only have a had written down, he has like a big board, doesn't he? That has yeah. like their armour, they have no weaknesses. Yeah, what's their weakness? And I think he only did ever seen two, three? Three, he's confirmed there's three in the area, but that's yeah, a minimum. Yeah, that's it. So yeah, you're like, when they get away and you're like, phew, they got away and you're like, hang on, no, they're not any better off. No, because the, the only the difference now is there, there, the bloke who... Was there who could swing an axe, which did nothing anyway, but he could swing it. He's dead. What about the end now? And the mum has not only got to try and look after the two odd kids, but a baby. She's just given birth. How well is she going to be able to protect them? Yeah. Because she is not in a good way. 
But I think I can't remember because all I've written down really is um, that basically the daughter works out that how to get rid of them. Yeah, so there's one in the house, isn't there? They're in his workshop, bit, aren't yeah. they? And the boys got the baby, the baby's crying, and the mum gets a gun from somewhere. I can't remember yeah. where she gets a gun, and one comes down the stairs and it's basically coming for him. And she puts her hearing aid to the microphone. No, so she turns her hearing aid on. And the buzzing starts, and it goes loopy again. It's, it's like weird little head stuff, like shivering around. Head doesn't open it? right up, done it, and close up again, and it's like as Shifting if the sound the face, it's yeah. like got something in its brain upsetting it. And then she moves the hearing aid to the microphone, doesn't it? Mm. Full volume, and that sends it absolutely loopy. And then the mum shoots it. Yeah, and it crashes dies. around. Falls down, you think it's dead, and then it gets up one last time, and it's got heads open, and the mum blasts it right in the brain. Now the bit that I found the previous was was that then you see a seat because obviously that big bang gone off. There's no other sort of background noise. Yeah. So you see a CCTV footage of loads of them running towards the house. Yeah. And that was actually creepy. Were they running towards or are they running away? Because they don't get attacked again, do they? And you see them leave the house. I thought they said that all you saw was the mum and daughter look at each other and smile. I think I always thought they were running away. Did you? I thought they heard the sound, heard the sound, and were running away from it. Oh, I thought they were running. Do you say now? I'm confused. Did you see them leave the house at the end? I thought you saw them leave the house. No, you just saw. I don't know if you like cock the gun again. Oh yes, it, yeah, that's right. It ends with a recocking the gun. Yeah. It? Yeah. So I thought they were running to the house. I'm confusing. The fact that you see him leaving the house because that's the trailer for the sequel uh, that comes out next year. That should have been out already, but you know, COVID. So yeah, I was like, girl ladies. Girl power. Yeah. That moment when you're thinking, oh, the mum's had labour. She, how is she going to protect she's them? Her baby she's deaf. How is she, what fight she going to put up? The, the boy's not exactly proving not himself to do anything. No, he's got no confidence with him. He's a baby. Like, the one person you thought could look after them, and they had been looking after them, gone, so you think, well, they're all gone now, and then, no, they step up the main a big way. Yeah, I mean, those little boys, like, probably bothering. So he's, like, taking on that care role, but yeah, the, the women are kicking some ass. They are, yeah. That's good. And so, that's it. And then it ends. Yeah. So, yeah. That does end sort of on a happy note, I guess. I guess so. I guess as happy as it probably now, could have. I mean, had I watched that four years ago, not knowing it's going to be a sequel, I'd be like, oh, it's open for a sequel. Yeah. Lo and behold, it is. Yeah. Uh, no. That'll be another episode mm-hmm. when that finally comes out. Yeah, so I did enjoy it. I think you were right. It's like another Inception. I'll probably not watch it again. It's too much to fast forward then. <laughs> It can't still be tense. You know what happens. I was still not watching it. You know, I'm just kind of done with it. Yeah. This is going well so far. I'm not for two on yeah. films you might watch again. So do you want me to give you my one word? Yeah, you've got to do your, your one word review. The old thesaurus thing again. Are you ready for this one? Probably not. I wasn't ready for the last one, so. This one was a good word. That was a good word, but I was just saying I wasn't ready for it. Ash, this is another one that gives it a diss. You love a diss? I didn't mean to, but it's kind of interesting. Disquietude. Disquietude. Yeah. It's a state of uneasiness or anxiety. Mm, aren't me, you fancy? Ask me like you were doing a spelling bee. 
Use it in a sentence. What, spell it? Or? No, use it in a sentence. <laughs> Can you use it in a sentence? So, to start with this film, watch this film in a state of disquietude. Oh, you look so smug right now. Yeah. Paul, but, you're missing Hayley's smug face. It's <laughs> the most intelligent I've sound in years. <laughs> I can't even say it properly. I'm most intelligent I've sounded? Wait, is that even a word? Most intelligent I've sounded in years. <laughs> <laughs> so disquietude. Disquietude. Uh, how many? Uh, how many stars out of five? Are we Three. Doing quite a bit? Three again. Yeah. I've got up my game, haven't I? Yeah, I've got up again. Got to try and find a five star. Again, let me watch next time. Ah. Uh, so this was a tense film. Mm. You hate tense films. I do. But there's one type of film that you hate. Even oh, more than tense films. War films. You hate war films. What are you making me watch? I've you seen. Oh wait, I've seen something in Private Ryan, so it can't be. You that have one. seen the in Private Ryan. You're never watching that again. I already know, but it's disqualified from the podcast yeah. because you've already seen it. That's fine. You haven't seen 1917. Oh, uh, there is Cumberbatch in that though. I like a bit of Cumberbatch. Yeah, I'm gonna break it to you now. There's not a lot of Cumberbatch in oh, that film. But it's a bit different to what your perception of war films is. Okay. And it's more about um it's more personal okay. than your standard war film, less characters involved. Okay. So you might be able to remember some names. Oh, cool. But also it's the unique war film and that it's shot as one continuous thing. Or, okay. Or as you'll learn, two continuous takes, but you'll see that. So, you will, you will. Well, It'll make sense when we watch it. Okay. But, so it's less about the violence of the thing of the war and more about a more personal story like and a style of film. So it's a bit, okay. bit of a twist on a war film, so it'd be interesting to see what you think of it. Okay, fine. It's okay. not what you're expecting. I know that because I went to the cinema to see it and was expecting one thing. All I knew about it was the continuous shot mm-hmm. of the film, but you know, set in World War One, war film, you've got a certain expectation, and about three quarters of the way through, I realised this isn't the film I thought it was going to be. It's totally different. Okay. And that. Okay. Fine. So, I'll, yeah, I'm <laughs> grumpy face. Anyway, um, so if. If you would like to get in touch, then feel free to. You can follow us on our Instagram page, which is Hayley underscore watches. Or if you fancy emailing us, you can. I've got an email. Oh. Yeah, so fancy. I know, right? It's uh, watches 2020 at gmail.com. So you can email us with any suggestions or any like films you think we should watch, maybe together. Or just say hi. I like to make new friends. You do like making new friends. I had a thought as well, so if anyone wants it, if anyone gets in touch, so I've got maybe film suggestions, obviously we'll let you know if Hayley's already seen it and thus it's disqualified. Mm-hmm. But also, if we should get a lot of emails, hint, hint, email us, or a lot of messages on Instagram, another hint, get on it. If we were to get lots and lots, maybe with thoughts on, you know, their own reviews or thoughts on yeah. an episode, Things they might agree with that you've said, things they might strongly disagree with, things that you we might have said about the film that are totally wrong and need correcting. Absolutely, yeah. It is possible. 
I like to learn. Probable, I think, would be better than possible. Uh, if suggestions for things like that, but if we get a lot of comments and things, maybe we'll have a bonus episode in between. <gasps> so for instance, if we were to get like 50 emails with people's thoughts on. 50? That's a bit of a. Well, there'd need to be quite a few emails to make a whole bonus episode, True. wouldn't there? Like if there was 10, it'd be over pretty quickly. I mean, we could still do it. I just think 50 people listening to us, would it? We had we've had fifty for the first episode. Oh. Fifty, so. Affordable then. Yeah, make sure you subscribe, share. Yeah. Leave reviews, five star ratings preferably. Please. Four stars if you're being honest. I mean, we don't want to brag. But... You don't want to lose your America, some of us. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, if we get, for instance, if we get a lot of emails of people with a lot of reviews, maybe that we didn't touch upon. <laughs> For That's a quiet place, so in between, every episode is two weeks, maybe in between we could have um, a bonus, bonus episode, your thoughts on mm-hmm. a quiet place, or even going back yeah. to Inception. Um, yeah, please, because I honestly, that film has blown my mind. Yeah, to be fair, if you've got, if you can help explain Inception to Hayley as well, then definitely get that. She's, she's still reeling yeah. from Inception. And he's got a new film out, Christopher Nolan. Do you know what I've watched that? I've got something I'm going to get. Do you know what? I've watched the trailer for that and was like, I've got no idea what this film's about, oh. but I really want to watch it. Mm. So, so yeah. Could be a more yeah, Christopher much. Nolan film. Yes? Same Chris again? Nolan. What was the email again? Hayley Watches 2020 at gmail.com. What was the Instagram again? Hayley underscore watches. Excellent. And tell your friends to... Uh, Listen to Hayley Watches. Yeah, share the love. Hope this will make your hub day better. We can only hope. We can only hope. And until next time. Happy soon. Stay safe. Ciao for now. Ciao for now. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.